I, if you go, will you dress up? No. I'll dress up. You want me to dress up? What do you want me to go as? I don't know. What's your favorite character? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to dress up. Orlando, Florida is the theme park capital of the world, but it's actually so much more than that. We cover all things real estate, theme parks, and the stories that make living in Orlando such a fun place. This is the Orlando Real Podcast. all started by a month. All right, we are live. We're talking with Chase Farmer today. What's going on, man? What's up? How are you? Good. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Theme, theme park stuff, real estate stuff. We got uh, all types of stuff to dive into today. So first thing I want to talk about is Disney. I, I actually broke this story. You remember this. I mm -hmm. broke the story. Disney is not just going to do a small little thing over at uh, at Lake Nona. They're actually going to build something quite large. What, what, are they, what are they building over here? Something much bigger than they originally um, laid out. It's like, what, three times bigger? Yeah, so it was originally 600,000 square feet. Now it looks like it's going to be, according to the OBJ, they just came out today, it's going to be uh, 1.8 million square feet, which would kind of cause people to think maybe that it wouldn't just be, um, you know, 2,000 people working there, that mm -hmm. it might actually be something significantly larger. Mm -hmm. So you look at the, uh, so the Orlando Business Journal came out with this, basically said that they've got some new um, places where they're able to go in, find out that they're actually wanting to rework the town center and see what exactly is going to go on there. So 1.8 million square feet office complex with flex space. I think this is a big deal because it really shows that they're actually are going to move forward with the new space in Lake Nona. They're going to be relocating more people here. Mm -hmm. I think more jobs, higher paying jobs. It's all good for the area. Agreed. Yeah, I think this is going to be cool. I think the other, other piece, you know, is it just going to be Imagineers? Are there going to be more? Do you think that they make Orlando more like a hub? I mean, I, I think that's the direction we're going, right? Yeah. Like they're investing so much money into building spaces in the area outside of just like, hey, we have four theme parks and resorts where you can go. It's like, here's where we're going to house right. everyone that is going to work here. <laughs> right. So. I think it's good. I think for the job, again, the jobs in the area, the, the better, more technical jobs we get in the area, whether it's theme parks or not, it's just going to cause us to bring more talent to the area, which I think just gets better and better for, for our city. Uh, so that's really cool. But speaking of stars and, and that sort of thing, uh, yep. Star Wars over in the area, this is kind of an interesting thing that the, uh, the WD, WW World News Today, what is these guys? WDW <laughs> News Today, uh, they put out the thing. So Disney's start is canceling Star Cruiser stuff because of low attendance. What do you think? So I think that um, with something like this this was kind of destined to happen in some degree i mean people were so excited about this stuff uh you know it's very expensive it's for the high end and once you reach a certain limit with you know how many people are willing to spend i mean how much was it it's over five thousand yeah. dollars so it's like between five and six grand um for a essentially a three-day two-night mm -hmm. experience and, and my family and I, we did this last year we splurged it was actually our only vacation we took last year was on the star cruiser and it was amazing. Like it was, I mean, the theming on it is incredible. Mm -hmm. It's something that you don't get a lot. You don't ever see anything like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like actually people like the characters are interacting with you everywhere from the time you go to dinner, the time you wake up in the morning, there's something going on. You actually get to interact and create a story. But that being said, you're right. There's only a certain amount of people that are willing to spend this kind of coin on yeah. a two day excursion. And it gets expensive whenever you think about, I mean, just think about the amount of people that you interacted with during your stay yeah. and they're all basically 24 hour employees while you're while you're there right yeah so. yeah i mean the cool thing like there's always um, an opportunity if and i thought about this the other day i was talking to some friends of mine like what would happen if they they were not going to close the thing mm -hmm. but what they might do and this actually makes a lot of sense is just yep. make it a hotel you That's get to come I mean. show up there's 100 rooms 
they're all amazing, mm-hmm. but maybe they don't have to hire the cast members and they don't have to, it's not as, as labor intensive. And so maybe they can pull back. What, what would you, would you still go if there was not all the other stuff? That's probably the only way I would go because it's the only way that somebody like me could afford going, you know, I would love to go in and explore all the areas. I mean, but the, it's like you don't get maybe maybe you would like sign up for experiences rather than them ah. just like being something that's like an upsell. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if it's just like they have a like specific times that you could go. So there's not somebody that's like always there as like an actor, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's possible. I yeah. mean, it, again, because it's only 100, it, that's really not a lot of hotel rooms. So maybe maybe they double the size, but then half the price with no characters. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, so, yeah, so what they're doing right now is they're asking people to come back and they're going to give like a 50% discount to some of these people to move their, their quote, voyage to another time later in the year when so they can actually pack out the hotel mm-hmm. yeah. another thing i it's not in this article but i read about it um they're also adding like incentives to people that are staying at some of the resort hotels did you see this i did yeah so like depending on which level or tier like hotel there's like three different levels that give you like up to 250 dollars a night off of your stay if it's in between either after you stay at one of the disney resorts or before you stay yeah um, and there's, there's interesting, you're starting to see a lot more incentives in the parks as well. You're starting to see, um, you know, like parking, like free parking, apparently. They're starting to see photo passes. Uh, I guess certain certain photo passes are now free. There's some things that they're trying to do to incentivize people to continue to come back without just dropping ticket prices. Yeah. M- mentioning this and just a little quick runoff. Do you think that, number one, obviously, they're going to bring it back eventually um, as far as the passes, signing up for season passes. But mm-hmm. like, when do you think that'll happen? And will there be any like stipulations with it? Well, I saw something coming around. Uh, I think Disneyland is starting to offer annual passes or they're getting ready to announce that very coming soon. So I have, I have to believe they're going to do it here. Mm-hmm. I think that as park attendance starts pulling back, they're going to start having to incentivize more locals. And I know first firsthand, there's a lot of people that have moved here, clients of ours, friends of ours that have like not renewed. They're like, it's too expensive. And, mm-hmm. and, and, or if it's not too expensive, they're just tired of the hassle of reservations. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, okay, if I get an annual pass and I live here, I just want to pop in whenever I want. Yep. And so the fact that they got rid of no reservations after two, I think that's a start, yep. but it needs to continue to, to get better and better. But on the, on the other side, I will say that like it incentivizes people that have their passes to not get rid of them. Cause they're like, Oh, I'm going to miss out. I don't want to like, miss out. Yeah. Yeah. That's hundred percent true. Yep. So keeping going on the star Wars front, uh, have you been to MegaCon before? I have not. This is so cool. So this is, it celebrates a little bit of everything. Um, I guess it's, um, horror movies, sci-fi. It's like a little bit of everything. Um, but there's a bunch of star Wars people, people from the movies, from the show. It was princess Leia, like the little princess Leia from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. She'll be there. Um, people from the Mandalorian, Moff Gideon. There's a bunch of people coming that are going to be at MegaCon. I think we need to cover this on the Orlando. hundred percent. I'm, I'm more than happy to go in there with a camera and explore, uh, what looks like just the most fun, <laughs> the most fun yeah. thing ever. It's at uh, it's at the Orlando Convention Center. So March thirtieth through the second, uh, and and the convention center is huge. Yeah. And so uh, I think it would be a lot of fun bringing people from all over. I, if you go, will you dress up? No, I'll dress up. You want me to dress up? What do you want me to go as? I don't know. What's your favorite character? I don't know. <laughs> I'm you, gonna dress up. Yeah. What are you gonna go as? Uh, I mean, I'll wear a Mandalorian helmet at least. Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. Let's keep going here. So going over to Universal, so over on the Orlando Real, we covered this. Uh, so there's a bunch of attractions that are starting to depart, close, make way for new stuff. What do we got over here? So they're closing the majority of like the kids area. So right over there next to ET, behind ET, there was, you know, uh, Curious George. 
there was Woody Woodpeckers and there was um, Fievel's Playland. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a show back there. It used to be Barney, but now I believe it's like a DreamWorks show. Okay. All of that gone. Uh, they're cutting all of it. They're going to replace it with something that they haven't announced yet. It's very vague. Um, but I think really where they're at now is like originally like this was a concept before they announced Epic Universe that they mm. were going to put the Nintendo stuff over there. Yeah. But now obviously that's going into Epic Universe. So I think they're kind of like in this middle period where they're like, we don't want to put our best stuff in this area. They're kind of saving the really good stuff, putting it in Epic. So I don't know. I think that um, between the the two parks that do exist over there right now, um, there needs to be some kid related things to do at universal. I feel like yeah. a lot of people feel that, you know, if, if I have younger kids, it's hard to go to universal versus like going to Disney. Um, so I, I think they'll probably replace it with something kid oriented, but uh, no word yet on exactly what it is. Yeah. Though that's not going to be more minions because they're already doing a ton of that up front. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully uh, they'll come up with some other IP that they can use or bring, or maybe expand something in the area. I should look at the map and we should feel like if they were to expand this into here, what, what would that look like? Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they rework. Obviously the, the theme park wars are afoot. And so, you know, it's not just going to be closed. They're not going to take something away and not add something back. No. All right, so let's go over to downtown Orlando. So this is a, a big deal, I, th I think. Actually, I, I put out this video last week around what do I feel like downtown Orlando needs to succeed. And one of them is, is cleanliness, safety. Mm -hmm. And then to round it out, I said jobs, housing, and like stuff to do. And right now, the only thing to do downtown is like bars, restaurants, and then like office space. There's yep. not a ton. Like, do you hang out downtown? Never. Orlando? Yeah. No. It's like, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I think you, you go to Amway Center and you maybe see a game or you see a, a show and then you're out of there. Like there's you don't feel like you can kind of like spend time hanging out. Yeah, I fully agree. I mean, there's just not really a pull for me down there whenever I could go to somewhere that, you know, I prefer a little bit more of a relaxed environment anyway. So like somewhere like in Winter Garden or even Winter Park, I know it's busier over there than Winter Garden, but like it's still like a homey or like a less busy. <laughs> bless you. Um, like busy environment. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's not really for me. So if they, you know, start to include something that, or, or make some changes down there, I mean, I think that's what needs to happen for a lot of people. Yeah. So here's what they're doing downtown. They're going to be, um, the development door, the, the development board defends a new safety proposal that they put out. And so the city council, they're meeting, they're going to talk about this downtown proposal where they're actually going to take the bars and instead of allowing last call to be at two o'clock, which causes problems at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. uh, they're going to make last call at midnight. And so if they do this, they feel like that's going to cause a little bit more safety. Now, if bars want to apply for a special permit to, and, and basically say, hey, we want to keep selling alcohol until one, two o'clock in the morning, we'll add more safety mm -hmm. and some additional things that go in there. Um, then, then we can still sell later. And so it'll be interesting to see if this actually goes through. I think that downtown, they do want it to be more safe. They do want more people to like, you know, come, come downtown, spend time, spend money, and, and be able to like and, and hang out. But I think that it's, you know, this is a, a step in the right direction, but it's not everything. Like there still needs to be now something backfilled to where people want to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's just our next story here. So Orange, Orange County pitches idea to speed up approval process for multifamily projects. And this is brought to us by the growth spotter. Um, this is an important one because right now I, I did a, um, a story not too long ago. We said the average rents for the city of Orlando, get this one bedroom apartments, $1,690 a month. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. That's a lot. And we're, we're starting to be one, we're, we're now the top in the top 20 most expensive apartments uh, or, or rental communities in the country, which is insane. We, we actually just passed up Austin, Tampa, Atlanta, Denver to be now in the top 20. 
And, uh, and that's a problem. And, and I think a big part of this is this whole idea that we don't have a ton of apartments and or things to rent. Yep. And so gross spot puts out, they say that basically they're trying to speed up the development process. And when I say that most people ask, what does that even mean? Uh, basically they're going to allow them to go through with some of the smaller changes fast. And, and what that would basically mean is like, okay, so if you want to add five stories to your project, that's been approved. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, that takes months or yeah. years to get approved. But what if you want to change like how the lobby is laid out? Same process, yeah. which is a little insane. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, okay, so I, I want to change how the pool layout might kind of how it, how it goes over to the easement over on the side. That's the same as if you want to add an entire new building. And so they're basically saying, instead of making this all the same exact thing, um, let's try to speed up. Let's maybe have a separate section where our clerical people can get approval uh, make it a little bit easier instead of having to go through this thing. And I think if we do that, it speeds up the process, uh, hopefully gets more units, which then will cause rents to come back down, yep. which is something we need. Like wages here are not catching up to how expensive it is here. So almost everybody has to be a dual income. Yeah. And you guys are dual, dual income. Yep. Yeah. And so you, you feel that. I, I don't know how, I mean, like it's possible, but I mean, if you're just like a pretty average person making, you know, middle of the road pay, mm -hmm. uh, it's hard in Orlando. Um, I mean, like I live in a two bedroom, right? We're yep. in, we're in Azalea park. It's about 1500 after like water sewer garbage, you know, your standard stuff. Sure. So I'm still on the lower end of that. So I don't know what's going to happen next as far as like, you know, rent increases. And I know it's like, it's, it's all over the place, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is difficult if you don't have dual income. Yeah. And even in some areas, they're starting to, I, I started seeing like downtown, funny enough, we just talked about downtown, some of the neighborhoods downtown, like College Park, Baldwin Park, these places, their rents are going up like crazy. Other places that have been overbuilt, this is an interesting one to me, is like Winter Garden and some of these other places that added thousands of units, probably a little too quick. They've actually seen some incentives come back, which... Mm -hmm. Uh, but but when you're talking a one bedroom for twenty six hundred dollars a month, yeah, that got a little too fast, yeah. a little too high, too fast. Uh, let's talk about a couple other construction things that I think are interesting. One people that moved to the area, they're like, "How? Where do you where do you go shopping? I want a Trader Joe's, I want a Whole Foods." But the number one thing, Chase, mm -hmm. people ask her, "Where's the Costco?" And so we have one over on your side of town yep. and, and they're actually expanding. They're adding a gas station. But as I was going through some of the permitting, so finally coming to Claremont is a new Costco. They're spending $25 million. They finally got permitting uh, approved. They're waiting for issuance to come through and they're going to be starting this year. So uh, this is cool. You've told me, like you kind of think, if you guys decide to move, maybe Claremont might be where you want to go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think that like what's coming to the area, it's all new. You got a little bit of rolling hills. So there's like some it's good just, stuff there. It's got a vibe, you know. It does have a vibe. I enjoy it. Like there's, I think that that's going to be, especially as these new roads kind of keep coming through, that's going to be where we see the, the biggest boom in Orlando next. Yes. Are you a Costco guy or a Sam's Club guy? I'm a Costco guy. Yeah. I don't know why. Like the Walmart Sam's Club vibe is just uh, Costco feels like, even yeah. though it's bulk and you're saving a bunch of money and it's still basically the same exact thing. Costco feels a little bit nicer. What do you, what about you? I'm a Costco guy. Costco Cause guy, then, yeah. you know, you go in, you spend, you know, a hundred bucks on five things, right? Mm -hmm. Cause that's how it is whenever you go to Costco <laughs> and then you feel a little bit better. Cause whenever you leave, you get like the $2 hot dogs. <laughs> so then you're like, Oh, you know, I spent all this money, but like, at least, you know, I'm doing something good for myself. I'm eating uh, you know, my $2 lunch. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> like, have you ever been to Ikea and had like their hot dogs there? I have not had a hot dog from Ikea. They're terrible. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. The hot dogs outside of Home Depot 
that's that's top notch. Well, that's like everybody knows that. Oh my god, they're so good. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to Home Depot just to get a hot dog. <laughs> um, speaking though, other 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 than that, coming to Claremont is uh, the Tesla dealership. This one kind of surprised me because as we were just talking, you got Costco, affordable, like more affordable real estate, a lot mm -hmm. of new stuff coming. You don't think though Tesla and Claremont those two don't go together? No. I would have thought like, well, there's already one in Eatonville right next to Winter Park, so it's like. Hey, let's go. Let's go to the West Side. Mm -hmm. So I think that this now covers all of Central Florida. If you have a Tesla and you need to get it serviced, but it's going to be off of Fifty, uh, in that right off of Claremont, um, kind of like the the main thoroughfare out there, right near like Minnehaha, um, not too far from that, but all up and down where those are. There's already a Toyota dealership and a Jeep dealership and that kind of thing. So uh, it's interesting. I think that as they expand their footprint um, out that way, that's why I'm just so bullish on what's coming to Claremont's because yeah. just so much development beyond that. I mean, it's just going to keep expanding. If you're going to get a Tesla dealership in Claremont, then it's going to just keep growing and growing. They obviously see the trajectory of the area and yeah. like we're building that way more than the other way. I feel like in general, oh, like yeah. outside of, um, what, what am I thinking about? Like Christmas and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, out yeah. There. Like, Christmas like, is just Oviedo. desolate. Yeah. <laughs> like Oviedo, that whole area, I feel like, you know, Waterford lakes, that's mm -hmm. that space that, you know, did really, really well. Um, but I, I don't feel like there's a massive amount of development over there. It's, it's really everybody going West because mm -hmm. Lake County, the taxes are cheaper. There's a lot more land. Also, it's, it's cheaper. You can get to Disney without getting on the highway. Correct. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be a massive, yeah. 27. I hope they continue to invest in that because that's going to get a little crazy. Yep. Um, so let's go over to the Orlando reel. So Chase, you help us run the Orlando reel, the website, the newsletter. Yep. Uh, and so talk to us about what's, what's maybe outside of the, the universal story we already talked about. What's another thing that we wrote about over the past week that you've been excited about. So we haven't wrote about it, but I, um, just the other day, and I, I go here all the time, but uh, there's a reel or a TikTok or whatever coming out um, sometime, probably after this post, <laughs> of uh, Fresh Kitchen, right? Okay. So Fresh Kitchen is a Florida local restaurant that is absolutely delicious, super, it's a healthier option. They do bowls, um, things like that. It's a little pricier, but like you walk away eating like absolutely delicious food. And I, uh, you know, I went there yesterday, I filmed and, um, yeah, I, I can't stop eating this place. It's just it's a little pricey. I got the, I got a six bowl. So you get six, uh, you get two meats, two veggies and uh, two um, like bases is what they call them, yeah, like yeah. rice or whatever. And it's like with that and a bottle of water, it was like 19 bucks. So it's it's pricey, um, but it's healthier. Um, so like, Interesting. yeah, you would you would love this place. It yeah. looks like right up your alley. I was gonna say I love Chipotle. I'm a big bowl guy just because I you get you get less carbs that way. Yep. And I think you can stay a little bit more consistent with the food that I eat. But like this looks great. So they've got uh, it looks like they've got South Tampa, St. Pete, Gainesville, Boca and Orlando. And so, yeah, it looks like the Chipotle of like healthy food. Yep. How did I miss this? I have no idea, dude. What is it? What is it like a bowl? Like, what does this cost? Uh, like the well, so I got the bowl in a bottle of water. It was nineteen bucks. Oh, geez. For the six, that's a six bowl. So, and and also it was like their fancy water. You know, it's like their on brand like fancy <laughs> water, and it's like alkaline. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. What is a six bowl though? So it's six, like six different things in there. So is that what this is? Two bases. So the bases are like they have like a uh, cauliflower mash. They uh -huh. have. Um, I usually get the perfect spice rice is what i get oh, okay. and uh, i just double up on the perfect spice rice then you can get two veggies i get the sweet potatoes and the and the broccoli and then you get two meats and i usually get the citrus chicken and the steak because the steak is it's a three dollar upcharge but it's worth oh my god it's worth yeah. getting 
Well, I spend like $14 at Chipotle, so it's not that much more. It's probably about the same, actually, if you don't get a bottle of water. I don't want to get a cup of water. So that's that's probably a big difference there. All right. So if people want to go over to the Orlando Reel, we're still we're we're putting out at least five to seven articles every single week. We're putting out tons of stuff on our Instagram, our TikTok. Make sure you guys go to the OrlandoReel.com. Chase and the whole team. We've got staff writers now. We've got all these kind of people putting out amazing content. So make sure you go check them out. Uh, Anything else for us, Chase Farmer? I think that's it. Oh, man. Thanks for joining me in the studio this week. Of course. All right. Talk to you guys.